Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Do you like free stuff? I like free stuff. I like free stuff. I mean, free stuff is awesome. Yes. And you know, free stuff that uh, you can use in the bedroom. Uh huh. That's even better. Yeah, it is. So the other Where day. Where do we get free stuff? I know, right? Hang on. Uh, I'm getting to that. I'm trying. I'm okay, trying. Okay, okay. So the other day, I was on adamandeve.com mm-hmm. and I was looking at some of their stuff and mm-hmm. they, have a, they have a butt plug, a butt plug that is a thrusting butt plug. I know. That's what I said. And so I've, it's sitting in my cart right now. Probably going to pay for it, you know, as soon as I get my fun money for this month. Um, but yeah, it's a, it like thrusts like an inch hmm. in and out and in and out. Hmm. Yeah. See, even Ripley likes it. <laughs> um, yeah. So the best part about it is with our code by the by B Y T H E B I, I can get 50% off that thrusting butt plug. And then Adam and Eve adds a whole bunch of free stuff on top of it. I know. Free stuff, like something for me. Uh Uh-huh. Something for me. Yes, something for both of us together. And six movies. Wow. I know. It's exciting. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so... The And honestly, the best part about this is something that we never, ever see, or I should say rarely ever see in Australia. Let me guess. Free shipping. Exactly. So... This isn't just for us. This is for everybody out there listening as well. If you use the code by the by, that's B Y T H E B I on adamandeve.com, you, yes, you, podcast listeners, can get those great things as well. You can get uh, all kinds of gifts, free stuff for you, free stuff for your partner, free stuff for both of y'all, up to 10 tantalizing free gifts and six free spicy movies. Just by using our code. And free shipping. And free shipping. Sorry, I'm really excited about that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm going to go online right now and um, stare lovingly at this thrusting butt plug that I hope to have the next time I get some fun money. Yes. Yeah. And that's www.adamandeve.com and use coupon code by the by B Y T H E B I. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass and making all shirts all sparkly, spanky clean. I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. Music, wine, and then blue up The glory hole is like a, a like dick theater. I'm imagining your friend. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Welcome back, faithful listener. Wow. This is Angela. I didn't even say go. I, was like, like, I know. I was ready. Holy shitballs. Like, hi, yeah. this is Bradford, I think. I don't know. I'm all confused now. <laughs> I don't know. You don't exactly look like Bradford. You're all silver foxy over right. there. I am Drofdarb. Yeah. Drofdarb. <laughs> it's my name backwards if you're confused. Yeah. Um, You've put some gray out stuff in your hair and you're kind of silver foxy. It's, yeah. Because I'm trying to get ready for desire, it's and I'm trying to hot. try different things, and like this is what I'm going to look like 
when I'm George Clooney age. Yeah, it's kind of hot. I Yeah, I am a silver fox. <laughs> no longer a purple fox. I will move to silver fox. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're going to have to... I will always be a fox, babe. We'll always have... Yeah, I was going to say, we're going to have to adjust your costume. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I Maybe still, we can do like a purple purple and silver hybrid I'm okay with that. kind of yeah. mix. Instead oh. of doing purple and black, do purple and silver. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's not going to happen for this year's desire, so, but maybe like, next year. Let me let me just stop you right there because I'm actually curious. And this is completely a tangent that we weren't mm-hmm. expected to go out on this podcast. Do, do you think I'll still do the Fox Play stuff when I'm like, I don't know, 70? Is that yes. weird? I think you will do it. Is that weird though? No. It's only awkward if you make it awkward. <laughs> I know, I accept that, but I don't know. Is there an age at which you, 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 I don't want to say grow up, but decide that you probably shouldn't pretend that you're an animal? I'm going to say no because we've seen people doing pet play that are older than okay. us. But I will also say that for you, because it is a bit of meditation, that unless you find some other outlet for to get into that mental headspace and to have a bit of meditation and have that release, I don't think it will go away. Well, I'm just concerned about explaining it to the people at the assisted living facility. Honey, that's going to be the least of your concerns. <laughs> We're going to have a lot more to explain to them than just why you're a fox. <laughs> and why do you need this one-ton bed? <laughs> <laughs> and why do you keep getting this like monthly supply of condoms oh coming in? Oh, my God. Excuse me, Mrs. Angela. Why, why do you need... <laughs> Why do you need one ton of a uh, one ton of bed and five hundred condoms a month? And why do you have uh, two closets of latex? Yes, exactly. <laughs> My God, I, I'm I mean, sorry. our fetish closet at the assisted living facility is going to basically be a whole nother apartment. That would be so funny <laughs> to for you to be in your eighties and still wearing latex. Turns oh, God, me I on. Hope so. It turns me on so much. I hope so. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. How I else are you going to keep your tits lady. in place? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be that old lady like that sounds exciting yeah. some people want to grow up to be like the crotchety old men on their front porch i want to be the lady in latex <laughs> yeah i'll be uh, i'll be the crotchety old man going get off my wife <laughs> actually i'm sorry i won't be like that at no, all i'll won't. be like oi get my wife off <laughs> <laughs> you're not doing it right use your tongue oh, god these kids today don't know how to lick a woman to orgasm <laughs> Use your tongue. Oh my god! Go for the anus. <laughs> anyway, cool. I'm glad we had that yeah, divergence. Yeah. Well, welcome back, folks. <laughs> Sorry about that. I, things popped in my head and they come out my mouth. Uh, you should see what else comes out of my mouth. Anyway, that what do we have coming tongue? up? Huh? That sexy tongue. The coming sexy, out of your mouth. Sexy tongue. Uh-huh. Um. It's gotten a lot of use lately, and I'm mm-hmm. very excited about that. It's a little sore, but mm-hmm. I feel like we could still work it some more. Maybe tonight. <laughs> we'll see if you play your cards right. Anyway. Uh, yeah, what do we have coming up? We've got uh, Adelaide. Desire. Okay. A lot of things coming up. Yeah. Um, Adelaide, uh, October 20th, which is a Saturday. God damn it. Did I get it wrong again? <laughs> Can I just... I should probably have this written down in front of me. This is what happens when you don't fucking write things down, people. Is it in our calendar? Yes. Are you sure it's yep. the 20th? Pull it up. Do it. Oh, my God. I feel ermagerd. Um, I feel like it is the 20th, 19th. It is the 19th. The rabbit hole. 
the, for the rabbit hole on the 19th. Of course. Of course it is. Is it in the calendar? It is in the yeah, calendar. The Saturday, the 19th of October. Uh-huh. I don't know when it is. Why, why do you fucking ask me, people? <laughs> Look on the goddamn website. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be at the rabbit hole for their second rainbow party. Very much looking yes. forward to that. It'll be That's a fly be great. in, fly out for us. It is. We <laughs> land on a Saturday morning. We fly out on a Sunday morning. I think we land around noon, but sure, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It's morning for some of us. Sure, yeah. Uh, yeah, and we're staying with some beautiful, wonderful, sweet, kind, lovely human beings in uh, Radelaide. Very much looking forward to donning my snorkel and wiping off my, her seat. <laughs> Oh, yes, yes. So, right. Note to self. Pack the snorkel gear. <laughs> yeah. Um, God damn, she's a squirter. Anyway. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, God. Well, great. Now I have an erection. Uh-huh. you got a whole podcast to go, babe. I know, right? Anyway. I'll get through it. Just I need, I need a stroke of luck. Uh-huh. Only so, one? That's all it takes. <laughs> anymore. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, very much looking forward to that. That's going to be a lot of fun. If it's if the previous one was anything to compare it by, this one's going to be epic. So if you are in the Adelaide, South Australia area uh, and not in some serial killer's barrel, then please <laughs> come. And it's the people who don't, the people who aren't Australian won't know that joke. But if you're not Australian, look up Snowtown. Yeah, it'll fuck you up, people. You think America's got it bad? Just <laughs> Australia, cunt. Anyway. Well, the thing is that Australians are just a little more creative, and they don't do it as frequently. Oh, my God. They, there's some great podcasts as well. If you search Snowtown in your yeah. podcast app, you're going to hear some scary shit. And it, <laughs> they're like two-hour podcasts because it takes a while. Uh, yeah, so we're looking forward to that. And then after that, we have Desire. desire I'm so desire, excited. Desire, desire, desire. So ready for holiday. Oh, my God. Only a handful of rooms left. So if you're... Yes. Thinking about going, go ahead and book it. Do Stop it. Stop thinking. Do it. Come. Yes. Come so you can come. Uh-huh. I'll help you come. Uh-huh. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah. It's so much fun. It's such a good group of people. Yeah. It's It's laid back. It's relaxed. It's accepting. There's, if you like to do dress up stuff, there's theme nights every night so you can get your costume on. If you're not into that, that's completely fine. Because it is a takeover this year, there is going to be dungeon space the entire week. Not just one night. Yeah, excited and for that. And yeah, so really excited for that. Courtyard, courtyard karaoke. Karaoke is going to be out in the courtyard I'm instead so of re- relegated to the disco. I'm yeah. so excited. I yep. I feel like I need to create a theater piece just to do for Desire. I think you do. And yeah. we're going to be spearheading the Buy Stravaganza one night. Yes. So everyone come up to the hot tub area and get in on some buy action or just watch if that's your thing. Yeah. Yeah. S- Fuck yeah. But it's it's just such an open, accepting group of people. Whether you identify as queer, poly, swinger, kink, it really doesn't matter. You yeah. just come, you be yourself, and it's fine. Yeah, it's the Venn diagram of yeah. awesomeness. And you get to be naked in Mexico. I mean, come on. Mm. Tango and gatalono. Pantalones. Except you don't have pantalones on. I do currently have pantalones on. Well, in on. Mexico you don't. That is correct. <laughs> but currently, and tango and gato en los pantalones. Uh, yes. I feel like we need to have Dylan translate that for everybody. Yes, there you go. Uh, also, Chupame. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. What do we have going on tonight? Tonight we have some questions, thoughts, and musings from listeners. Ooh, questions, thoughts, and musings. Well, there was one... I list- like musings. Yes, there was one listener that we she asked a question, and then we kind of got to... 
discussing and going down the path of that one and led on to other things. You know how it goes. Yeah. So we're going to just, we're going to start with a listener question, another listener question. Okay. And then we'll just kind of see where we go. So if you only have a single musing, is it amusing? It is. It is. Yes. Hmm. It's very amusing. Fascinating. Yes. No, no. It's amusing. It's not fascinating. I'll chuckle a bit then. Okay. Yeah, you should. <laughs> At my own amusement. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, that's what I amuse meant. <laughs> I really feel like we should have an alcohol warning like at the beginning of our podcast it's like ladies and gentlemen we have had zero to three four to six seven to eleven twelve plus drinks before we start a podcast I also feel like most people know that unless it's like a really really super serious topic you're gonna be full of puns even when I remember a few super serious ones that the whole time I'm trying to make jokes, like, do we all remember the STI episode? Yeah. Yeah. Queen of the herpes. Queen of the herpes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, God, that fucking discipline. Hey, as long as this isn't a fucking, what's that goddamn website that you keep pulling things off of? Urban Dictionary. Yeah, as long as it's not one of those, I can handle it. Oh, just wait. There's going to be one of those. <sighs> I think we're going to do it with the gentleman before we go to Desire. No, I don't and we're going to release it while we're at Desire to keep people entertained while we're on fucking holiday. Just as long as I don't have to. I don't want to be. Fine. Let's just talk about tonight. <laughs> I, I can worry about future problems in the future. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Exactly. There you go. Good attitude. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> the king of wishful thinking. Mm-hmm. All right, now let's go west and figure okay. out what we have. So the question that we have from the listener is, how do you handle committing to a date or an event, such as Pendulum? We just talked about Pendulum last week. Yes, okay. So you've committed to a date, either a couple date, single date, or some big party event, swinger type event. Okay. Or going to a club, let's say. So you've committed to this in advance. You've bought tickets, you're ready to go, you've got your outfit planned, the day comes and you don't really feel it. So you don't mm. really have the enthusiasm. You know, you're, you're just feel a bit lacking. You're not really into it, but yet you've already committed. You're probably meeting other people there, potentially, especially if it's on a date situation. You've already bought tickets. You've you got money, money invested. Yeah. You've got a, an outfit potentially. Maybe you've bought something special for it. So you've kind of built up this whole thing leading up to this event or this date. And the day comes and you're like, I'm really tired. I'm exhausted. Whether it's physically, emotionally, mentally, it doesn't matter. I don't really feel like doing it. How do you handle that? Where do you go from there? Oof. And, I mean, and how also to kind of throw another wrench into things, and maybe we need to split this off into two answers, but what if you're a single going into something like that? And what if you're a couple going into something like that? Well, hell, I was going to say, let's split off into two, not in your way. So now we've got now four, if we split my <laughs> your two into my two and say, what if it is something physical? Like, let's say if you're a, a, a person born with a vagina and you have your period mm-hmm. or, or other issues, or if you're a human and you get a cold. Yeah. Okay. Whoa. So let's talk, about different, of... let's talk about different scenarios. So okay. let's start with single scenario. I've so never, you're a single person. Okay. I've not been in this situation, so it's tough for me. Put yourself in someone else's shoes. I'm trying. 
<laughs> I'm just saying. It's, Do the adult thing, Bradford. I'm just saying it's, it's hard because having I know, I know. having not been a single in the situation, like I'll, I'll admit, I think the few times that I have been a single in the situation, I just stay home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. And that's a valid option. That's the question. Yeah. Is what do you do? Like, yeah. I can remember a couple of times where you've been traveling and Lawrence and Jess have said, come to the club, mm-hmm. not to work, but, you know, just come to the club, be social. Mm-hmm. And I can't make myself do it. So I end up staying home and playing video games and watching Netflix and chilling with myself. Um, so that's, I mean, then that's I, one I thing. Mean, it, is that's, that if, if the day comes, so, and I think this, this goes whether you are a single or a couple, We'll get into couple complexities shortly, but if you the day comes and you're not feeling it, I would say physical aside, we'll get to that. But but emotionally, physically, if it's been a long week, if you're just exhausted, if you've had a really shit time at work, if something's happened, something's happened with family, friends, it doesn't matter. You're just really not feeling it, and or you're just in a down mood. I think it's completely okay to. To say that I need to take care of myself first. Yes. So this yeah, needs to I agree with that as well. Self-care takes priority. I need to I need to just be alone. I need to do this. I need to vent. I need to de-stress. I need to do whatever I need to do to take care of myself. And that may be sequestering myself from all of society. And I don't think that that's a bad thing. You, you stay home. You stay offline. Maybe you do go online. You play video games. Whatever it is. You do what you need to do to take care of yourself. And I think that's completely okay. However, it's interesting that you go that way, whereas for me, I do sometimes go that way. So I will sometimes say, no, I really don't feel like it. I'm just going to stay home. But that's usually if things are still up in the air and things are still loosey-goosey and I have not committed. Right. But if I've committed and I've either bought a ticket to something, I've told somebody I'm going to go, I'm going to meet somebody or do something, most of the time I would say that I do... I can't think of, let's just say offhand, I can't think of any instances in which I have not done it. Right. It's possible that there have been. But usually I will go ahead, if I've made some sort of commitment to it, then I will go ahead and go and I will do it. And most of the time I'm happy after the fact. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. you know, once I get there and I get out of whatever headspace I was in before, um, if I'm really tired, maybe I get some caffeine in me, <laughs> something, get some sugar in me, it doesn't matter. But just kind of get into a different headspace, get into where I am usually I will kind of relax into it, get into the situation, and and especially once I start socializing. But I'm much more of an extrovert in that once I start socializing, it pulls me out of that, and I'm like, yeah, now I'm okay. I'm in a good place. And I feel like I need that interaction with people more than you do. Yeah. That you're yeah. you're extroverted in some situations, but I feel like you walk that line between extrovert and introvert yeah. more than I do. And it's interesting because I think that would surprise a lot of people. And I think that would surprise probably every one of our friends. Mm. Um, I am, I think, at heart an introvert. Mm. I force myself to be an extrovert. I would have put you at like 40, 45% introvert than, you know, 60, 65. Yeah. I mean, sorry, the other way around. 40, 45 extrovert and then 60, 65 yeah. introvert. And that's yeah. because I'm an only child. I'm, you know, gr- growing up an only child, growing up uh, in a very small rural area where there were not a lot of children my age close. And then also growing up being the only child in my entire family. I had my, my oldest, my next uh, youngest was eight years older than me. And then yeah. after that was 10 years older than me. So think about that. When I was mm-hmm. eight, one was 16, one was 18. So they didn't really want to have a lot to do with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
which isn't a bad thing. I'm not complaining. I'm, I think I grew It's up, just a situation. Yeah, it's just yeah. how it was. But I'm very self-sufficient. I'm very self-reliant. So at the same time, I'm very needy, which mm-hmm. is weird. But yeah, I have that need to be the center of attention when mm-hmm. I am in a group. That's the only child side of me. But realistically, <laughs> I would rather not put myself into that group in order to need to have that need, if that yeah. makes sense. Um, you can entertain yourself very easily on your own. You don't yeah. necessarily have to have interactions of other people to be happy and to feel complete. Absolutely. And I find that that affects my, I mean, this is a complete separate subject which we should probably talk about later but you know i find that this affects my play style in groups in that like i it's very hard for me to jump into a group and just play Mm. uh even a group of people that i know very well and i'm very comfortable with it's very difficult for me to do that because it's just difficult for me to do that i'm much more comfortable sort of being on the outside and watching and and being on the outside and not being forced into a center of something. Mm-hmm. And I find that when I try to force myself is when I tend to have that mental break, which is not a positive thing, a bad break. Yeah. Um, and it's typically at my own hands of me pushing. But yeah, it, I think it's interesting when I, those times that you've been out of town and even if I've committed to saying, Hey, I'm going to, I'll be there. Yeah. I need a, somebody to either pull me or push me. And as I say, that's, I think, a very fine line is walking that line between self-care and saying, I really need this time to take care of myself. I need to not engage with people. I need to maybe be on my own and not go out, not go to this party or not go on this date. And so it's a fine line between that and always doing that and never getting out, never socializing, never being outside of your own head, outside of your own world. So it's a really fine line between, yes, you need to take care of yourself, but you have to be careful not to fall into that hole. And that's where if you have some good friends that can pull you out and say, look, you've done this a lot lately, maybe the last however many times we've tried to get together, you know, you bail, et cetera, whatever. How about just come out for a little bit, whether it be one drink, let's just meet at the library. Let's do something. Let's go for a walk. Meet like at the library at one know. drink. You said one <laughs> drink. Let's meet at the library. What are you drinking at the library, Angela? Two separate things. Two separate things. <laughs> so yeah, go People for don't drink. drink it at libraries. Yeah, no. Or do. I don't know. Like, just don't get loud. You get yeah. shushed. But yeah, go for a walk. <laughs> do something to, to get out of the house. Yeah. And so I think having somebody or friends that can do that, but it's also at the same time, it's just, fuck, it's so complicated because then you have to also be open and honest enough with them for that they can realize that you're going down this spiral. Right. And so yeah, it's, it's complicated. Well, you know, and I'll but, say, look, when, when I force myself to go out, yeah. when I'm by myself, I always feel better. Mm. And, it's, it's weird because looking at me when I travel, cause you know, we both, we both travel a fair amount. I think I travel more than you do. Mm-hmm. When I'm by myself traveling, it's completely different. When I'm by myself traveling, I'm much more apt to go out because I guess I don't want to be in the hotel room. Yeah. But I also find I'm, I am 10 times more motivated to be creative when I'm traveling than when I am at home. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my creative writing happens when I'm traveling. And I'm not exactly sure I understand why. Is it because there's so many other distractions at home? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it's like... Like normal everyday life. Yeah. uh, Yeah, You've got everything from the television and games Mm -hmm. that are on the television to stuff that you're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. From little pickup stuff to big pickup stuff to 
to now Ripley, the pet, mm. um, to you, like, yeah, you better be doing me. Yeah, you know, I've got a, <laughs> yeah, I got, I got to head to Pound Town like, twice a week. Uh, no, but Wait, it's, what? That's it. <laughs> this is why we have the gentleman <laughs> take some pressure off Bradford. Um, but you know, it is. It's something that I find I'm a lot more creative mm-hmm. when I'm traveling than when I'm at home. So I do get that from a single point of view, not wanting to go out even having committed to something. And I think that when you're home, it's easy to commit to something and not want to do it. Yeah. And I agree with you. You should almost force yourself to do it. Yeah. As long as you're not going to be like really detrimental to yourself, I think you should push yourself. Maybe not force, but but push yourself and question, why do I not want to do this? Is it just because I'm maybe a little bit tired, but once I get out, I'll be better? You Because admittedly, and in, in speaking from my own experience, I don't know about everybody, but for me, when I am tired, the moment I sit down, the moment I have nothing to do, the moment it's quiet, I get so much more tired. I'm so much more exhausted. And I'm like, okay, now I can go to sleep. But if I'm forced to meet people, if I'm forced to be in a public situation, be out and about, even just like walking around the city, it doesn't even have to be face-to-face interactions. But if I'm forced to be active and keep moving and stay engaged in some form or another, then I'm much more likely to feel more awake and yeah. to feel more with it. And to feel better. Yeah. And, yeah, and I agree better. with that. And, and it's one of those things I think it's a – there's a fine line between forcing yourself and pushing yourself. Yeah. And I think – Sometimes forcing yourself is good. Yeah. All the times pushing yourself is good. You should always push yourself. You should rarely force yourself. But if you, you know, if you find that you haven't done anything in a long time, it's time to force yourself. Yeah. Uh, And it doesn't have to be long. Like you said, you can go to the library and have a drink. (laughs) Freak. Not Uh, a drink at the library. A drink, comma, go to the library. This is where commas are important. Commas save lives. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think that's good. Yeah. But you know, talking about committing to something and not wanting to go once the day comes. From a couple's point of view, I gotta be honest, you've just summed up ninety percent of my time. <laughs> yeah. Uh work sucks, real world sucks. Um, it's, it's exhausting between, between the pressures of day-to-day life during the work week and the pressures of, you know, admittedly the podcast and trying to network and socialize with people podcast centric, Mm -hmm. uh, and it's exhausting and it's a lot of work. And when the weekend comes Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the last thing I really want to do is go out. And it's, it's easy for me in some situations, like it, let's say if I'm, I'm meeting with the gentleman or with Leo, uh, that's easy. Mm-hmm. But if I'm trying to meet somebody new or if we've got a date with somebody new, I, I sometimes just don't have the effort, the, the, I, I don't want to say the effort. The I, energy, I, fortitude. The energy, yeah. yeah. I, the fortitude. That's a good word to do it. I, I, yeah. It's just like, I feel broken. And the last thing I really want to do is to present a broken version of me to somebody new, which is why if you look at our last six months, we haven't really had a lot of first dates in the last six months No, because life has been extensive. Yeah, we've backed off a bit, even though there's a lot of people that we'd like to meet with. We have backed off a lot. We've said no to more things, which is 
rare for us. But at the same time, I think it's been a, we need this to take care of ourselves and to make sure that we have time for the things that, the things and the people that are really important to us. Because it's, I mean, we've got a big circle at this point and it's hard to keep up with everybody. Yeah. And, a lot of balls in the air. Yeah. Literally and, and figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> and, and just a lot of things going on in life in general. Like you said, even keeping up with podcast stuff and, and just, yeah, outside stuff and whatnot, everything. But I think everybody's like that. And, and oh, absolutely. With kids yeah. especially that's, feel that's called it, human. Sure. Yeah, it's adulting. Yeah, it's adulting. It sucks. Uh, but I, I do think it's interesting that you say that because when we first met, and you still say this to this day, you say that if we go out on Friday night, the weekend oh, yeah. feels longer to you. Yeah. And so Friday night comes, and it's really easy to say, I'm tired from the week. I'm tired from work. Because admittedly for us, most weeknights we're doing something. I don't think that there's a weeknight that we're not going somewhere, doing something, engaging with people, et cetera. We don't really have weeknights just Not really. You know, if if most weeknights are either podcasting or going out and either meeting with friends or Mm -hmm. seeing some kind of theater show of some sort or gathering data for podcasting. Yeah. So weeknights are really... Busy for us. Yeah. And so the weekend comes and it's really easy to say, oh, I'm tired from the week. I'm just going to stay home tonight. But again, Friday night, if we go out, if we do something, and it doesn't have to be like, you know, stay out till 3 a.m., which very often is, but it doesn't have to be. It can just be, you know, go out, get out of the house, whether it be see a movie, go to a bar, get a drink, have dinner somewhere, meet some friends, do something, just somehow engage with other people. It really does make the weekend feel a lot longer. Yeah. But there are times where we've just said, no, we can't. We're just exhausted. We just need to chill out. We need to take care of us. It's so. And we need that time to reconnect too. That sometimes happens. So I think, again, it's a. When you're approaching this as a couple, if you've already made a commitment, and I, I personally, I think it's different whether you've made a commitment to another couple or somebody to go on a date or whether you've made a commitment to go to a party, you've bought tickets, you're yeah. going to a club, that kind of thing. To me, that's a very different scenario. I agree. I agree. In that if we've made a commitment to another couple, I will suck it up and yeah. I'll do it. And without fail, I mean, this is, I mean, I know because the number of times we've done this, it's happened and it's almost always the same. I, it's always me. Nine times out of ten, it's me. I don't really want to go. But you are like, we committed to this, and I want to go. And so I suck it up and go. And then once we're there, you probably you probably pick up the you pick up my share the for the first rolling. ten minutes, yeah. fifteen minutes, and then I turn on and then I do the Bradford mm-hmm. show, which I, I don't I don't think that's hey folks, give them a deck of cards, you'll get the Bradford show. <laughs> I, you know, and it is part of me feels bad. Like again, on previous podcasts, Mm -hmm. part of me feels guilty about it because I'm like, look, it is, it's a, some of it's a show. Some of it is show. It's performance. It's, it's, it's me, but it's a, it's a cultivated form of me. Mm -hmm. But Uh, admittedly, aren't all first dates that? I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. But yeah, and oftentimes, I would say a good nine times out of 10, I end up, having a lot of fun. Mm. It's I'm I'm really excited when we leave. I'm like I'm so glad we did that. I'm so glad we met these people. Yeah. Like I enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun. And I would say that is the vast majority of the time. Yeah. But getting me there is sometimes like dragging a toddler kicking and screaming. 
But I think that's where having being in a couple is advantageous is that if one of you doesn't feel it and admittedly, I would say it's up to the other part of the couple, not the one who's not feeling it, but the other one to gauge the level of um, I'm going to say headspace, emotional state, et cetera. Like what exactly is happening? And is it going to be detrimental if we go out? In which case we pull the plug. Sorry, it sucks, but life happens and things happen at the last minute. Um, we've had it happen to us. Yeah. And it just, we've had people pull the plug on us at the last yeah. minute and it sucks, but we, but I'd rather do, go on. I'd rather do that than someone have a completely terrible experience or potentially put themselves in a bad space yeah. for a lot longer. You know, it's interesting though. I, as much, and this is one of those weird situations. As much as I'm totally okay with it happening to us, mm-hmm. I am yeah. less okay with us doing it to others. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Because you're going, why? And the reason is, honestly, we have really nothing that should force us to stay home. Other than the whole mental health, stress, yeah. work stress thing. Like, some people have a, the whole kids thing. Yeah. Like, and they have to have a babysitter. Mm-hmm. And if a couple has managed to get a babysitter which they're paying for so that they can come out and see us like it doesn't matter how bad i feel i will suck it up and and like let's let's meet these folks because they've put a lot of effort both physical mental financial there's a lot of effort just to meet us and i would say that that is something that as a single, you should be aware of and cognizant of as well. But as a couple, I think that's where the other person, the other partner comes in and says, hey, look, I know you're not really feeling it, but, the, you know, they have put a lot of work into this. We've been planning this for X amount of time, yeah. whatever. Like, can we just go maybe not commit to a full night of everything, but let's just at least meet them and see what's happening and see how it goes. And then if yeah. you feel like it, we can continue on. And if you don't, that's okay. It can also be a bit of, I know you aren't feeling it right now. If you're lucky enough, like you come home from work and we're not meeting for another two hours, we have some downtime. What can I do to help you to feel better, get into a better state? Do we need some cuddle time? Do we need to, you know, get something to eat? Do you, what do we need? Like what would help you to get into a better space? And so I think it's a bit of what can be done between now and then to make things easier, better, et cetera. Sometimes just, showering getting ready and like that prep work can be a bit of enough to kind of motivate and get you into a better headspace sometimes you need to just sit down put your feet up chill out maybe have a drink first yeah um but i think it as i think it's easier as it's it's harder and easier as a couple it's harder because you have two people's now perspectives that you're taking into account but at the same time if one of you is i'm gonna say a bit a lagging, voice of reason yeah if one of you is a bit lagging yeah. the other one can be like hey yeah let's take a step back and really look at this and what do we need to do as a scenario or is it bad enough that we need to pull the plug how do we do this tactfully but realistically, most of the time, it's not. For me, like, you are often my voice of reason. Yeah. Like, you know, like, yeah, I know you feel bad now, but you'll feel better later. And it's funny because I always think back to, you know, growing up, like, when you're sick, mm. you always feel the worst when you first wake up in the morning. Mm. And it's very similar. It's like when, I, when you're down, you always feel the worst right before you have to do something. 
boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yeah. Uh, and so you'd wake up and you go to work and you or go to school and you're like all right cool i'm i feel better now that i'm i'm better or i'm i'm moving around i should say um and it's a very similar thing once you're out like i feel a lot better once i'm out sometimes it takes me getting to wherever we're going but once i'm there i feel better and i think for a lot of people because i know some people at this point will be thinking that's an extrovert introvert thing mm. which is absolutely some degree of it but yeah. i also think a lot of it is just Physically moving around. Yeah. Because I know there's, I mean, there's days where we may get up and not really leave the apartment. But the moment we leave to go to the grocery store to get food, I'm like, oh my God, I feel better. Yeah. Like just moving and and just walking a little bit, just getting that blood flowing. Yeah. As cheesy as it sounds, it really does make me feel better. So sometimes it is just actually getting up and physically moving and doing something. And, and again, to touch on your extrovert introvert thing, uh, if you're an introvert, there's no shame in being an introvert. No. Like, I think that introverts can be very successful in the dating and swinging community. Mm. Extremely successful. Uh, I'm going to give you some quick advice from one introvert to another. Uh, you know, you can fake extrovertism. When you are an introvert and you force yourself to go to a club, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to talk to anybody. You don't, you just have to exist. Mm -hmm. That's all you have to do. And both one thing that introverts and extroverts do quite well is they exist. <laughs> As an introvert, if you want to pretend you're an extrovert, even just for a second, ask people questions. Yeah. Like the number of people I have met whose favorite subject is themselves is 100%. Everybody's favorite subject. If you ask somebody a question about themselves, they are more than happy to talk about that. Um, I would say ask a leading question yes. about themselves. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and it's not – you don't want to ask a, a question that's finite, like where are you from? Because mm -hmm. that, that's a – Unless you very quickly have a backup. Yes. Yeah. Where are you from? And they tell you. I'm like, cool. No. You ask about like, tell me about where you're from. Which is a complete. Or how long have you? How did you get into the lifestyle yes. or something? Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, there's. But you want to make sure you can take a question like "Where are you from?" and turn it into a question that is a story and not an answer. And also turn it into a conversation. Yeah, yeah. And so once once they're there and once they're talking, all you have to do is go, "Uh huh, mm hmm, cool, wow, yeah, nice, sexy, whatever. It doesn't matter." Uh, but that gives you that gives you an in and an out. 
to, to have a conversation with people. Uh, you know, the number of people I have looked at and I, I feel bad giving away my, my secrets <laughs> at the club. I compl- I have a compliment for everybody. Everybody has something you can compliment. You can compliment people in a way that results only in a thank you, or you can compliment people that you're interested in in a way that has them tell a story. Let me give you an example. I like your shoes. Those are sexy shoes. Those shoes are great. Those are all finite compliments that an introvert can do. But if you go, those shoes are great, where did you get them? You know, that's a story. Like the person is going to want to tell you the journey that these shoes have had, (laughs) you know, and if they're really extremely high heels, oh my gosh, I could never walk in them. How do you do it? Like, this is a story you're asking, you're asking for stories. You're not asking for something that is a, a, is a finite closed answer. So look, those are things that you can do as an introvert to, to, Mm -hmm. to figure out things. Yeah. Do you have any other like... Advice? Uh, not as far as from a single couple perspective, but we haven't really talked about the physical perspective yet. Correct. Let's talk about the physical perspective. Easy for me to yeah. say. Let's talk about the physical perspective here in a second. Okay. But first, let's hear a word from our friends. I'm Jace. I'm Emily. And I'm Dedeker. And with our powers combined, we are the Multi-Amory Podcast. If you're happy with the same old ways of dating, if you enjoy sucking at communication, and you have no desire to improve your romantic life, then our podcast might not be for you. But if you want some out-of-the-box ideas to deepen your current relationships, broaden your sexual horizons, develop a better understanding of yourself, or learn more about non-monogamy, then come check out the Multi-Amory Podcast on the Swingset Network at swingset.fm, the Swingset FM Android app, or at multiamory.com. And we're back. Thank you. you. Thank you for listening you to us. our friends on Life on the Swingset yeah. FM. And if you did that skip ahead thing, shame on you. You're a cunt. I do it too. <laughs> But yeah, I'm a cunt. But you know what's really bad though? You are what you eat. I'm cunt. It's really bad though when you skip ahead and then you go too far and you're like, fuck, and you have to go back. Well, well, that's why Apple at least has the 30 seconds forward, 15 seconds back. I'm pretty (laughs) sure that's why they do that. I don't know. Uh, Yeah. Anyway. Uh Uh-huh. Don't do that. No. Yeah. No. That defeats the purpose. This is how we put food on our tables. (laughs) It doesn't. It's how we put extra wine on our tables. (laughs) Okay. Continue on, Alan. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So... We have talked about how to approach the situation of, of making a commitment and, you know, committing to a date or an event, something that's going on, and then really getting to the day and not feeling it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've talked about that from a single perspective. Yes. A little bit from a couple perspectives. Yes. Now we need to talk about from a physical perspective versus emotional mental, which I feel like up to this point, mostly we focus more on the mental and yeah, emotional perspective. The headspace kind of stuff. Yeah. And okay. so if you're just not feeling it, if you're tired, if you're exhausted, whatever. If you don't feel like socializing, if you feel like, fuck this, the rest of the world, they're full of cunts. <laughs> I feel like we've already talked about that. Agreed. So now we need to address what if it's a physical problem? Okay. So let's say... Uh, the, for the lady folks, they they start their period, mm-hmm. or I would say you peri- have a cold. Yeah, I say period is very common. Uh, cold or some other kind of illness is very yeah. common, 
if you really want to push it, uh, someone in the family is sick that they have to take care of. They're a True, caretaker. Fair enough. Parent or child, yeah, sibling. Yeah. So if you're yeah. a caretaker for someone and something happens with them at the last minute. And or, like, or let's imagine a situation where you are a single and you have children and your ex-partner cannot take care of said yep. children. So something happens that... Please don't bring your children to a swingers club. <laughs> no, that's not allowed. No. Yeah, please don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> that's not even allowed. We have said that uh, Lawrence should open a daycare. Just next door. <laughs> next door. Not like yeah. in the club. No, God, no, no. no. But like, yeah. Next door, yeah. Next door, next door daycare. Yeah, drop the kids off Our next secret door. spots daycare. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. What could the name of that one be? Um, um, their sleeping spot? Our sleeping spot. <laughs> our napping spot. Because, yeah. I mean, let's be real. The kids are going to be asleep. So. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, from a physical perspective in that there's something that, whether it's physically, something has happened with your body or something has happened that you yeah. have to then take care of. It's not an emotional, mental kind of thing. It's a responsibility. Yeah. And so what, yeah. okay. what is it, how do you then handle that situation? And, uh, we've had this situation just very recently. Twice. Twice. <laughs> Two weekends in a row. With the same couple. Yeah. Not to call them out. No, but... Because it happens. Yeah. And we completely understand. Absolutely. But it it's, you know, it can be whether it's a period thing or something else. Like you said, like a cold, somebody's gotten sick. Yeah. Something's happened. And I mean, and let's be honest, people don't talk about colds and flus and respiratory things being STIs. But when they're transmitted during sex, and they when can you're be kissing yeah, on right. somebody. Yeah, you yeah. know, it kind of is. Um, it's a really good dark <laughs> way to ruin everything, Angela. <laughs> Everything's an STI if you catch it while fucking. <laughs> that's that's basically what you just said. Well, you didn't catch it on the bus on the way over there, unless you were fucking. <laughs> this is why I'm no longer allowed on the bus. Or maybe you did, and you passed it to the people you had sex with. Yeah. I don't know. You you were macking on and kissing on. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. so yeah, it's, but we have had this recently and it's one of those things that for us, if somebody comes to us and says either, you know, we've got a date plan, we've got a meetup plan, something, and we all know that play is expected. So this is a scenario yes. in which we know that we're going to play with these people. We have tickets to pound town. Yeah. There you go. Tickets to pound town. <sighs> so proper. I love it. Um, so eloquent. Uh, look, this but, couple that we're talking about would appreciate that. I know, I know. He would be totally up for this. <laughs> so, uh, yes, I they, have two tickets for Pound Town. <laughs> so they messaged us yes. in this particular scenario yeah. and said, "Hey, look, you know, I know we're supposed to meet up, et cetera, et cetera. However, gotten my period, it's come early. Whatever the case is, doesn't matter. Yeah. And this has happened. Do you still want to meet up?" And so there was a question yeah. of, hey, this is a scenario. Again, communication, communication, communication. Three Cs. Yep. So this is the scenario that we were supposed to meet up. This is what's happened. I've gotten my period. Do you still want to meet up? And that way you can put the ball in their court and yeah. say, hey, happy to meet up and it be a pants on date. So we're only going to chat. We're going to build a relationship. Dinner. We're going to have fun, have a good conversation. doesn't matter. Whatever we're planning on doing, we're still going to do that. But sex is not on the table. Or if you're like me and you're okay with sex during your period, then you say, "This hope is you like the taste of pennies." Yeah, well, yes, <laughs> I have said that to multiple people. multiple people. But over text, I don't say that. No, but I was, I'm just waiting for yeah. the day. I'm I'm pretty sure you're gonna have a gift made. <laughs> it's just you going like the taste of pennies and you licking and the penny pops up. Uh huh. No, sorry. I, <clears throat> right. Please continue. Yeah. I'm, so if somebody wants to make that for me, please send it to me. Um, but. 
you know, it's over text. It's, it's, you know, I've gotten my period. It doesn't bother me if you still want to a meet up or B play yeah. completely happy, but just so you know, the situation. Yeah. And so, yeah, that happened with this couple again, twice on our last two meetups. It was, it was period. And then somebody was sick and, it sucks. It really fucking sucks. But it happens. It's yeah, life. Absolutely. And I think it's, it's something you can't control for. No, and I think in for me it's good to be upfront and honest from the beginning. If you can tell them, alert them before you actually meet up and just say, Hey, this has happened. If it's a deal breaker, like somebody's actually violently ill or come down with the flu and you really are contagious right. and don't want to affect everyone, then say, This has happened, I'm sorry, but we can't come. Yeah. Period, full stop. Yeah. Agreed. But if it's something where it's a cold, I've had it for a week, I'm not contagious anymore, or I've got my period, whatever, do you still want to meet up? And so you put the ball in their park and say, like, hey, is this still okay or is it not yeah. okay? Well, it's, it's, it's very interesting for me. Like, Do you approach it differently? Not really. Okay. I agree with you pretty much 100%, which, wow, look at us. Uh, hashtag adulting. Um um, I would say hashtag coupling. We're agreeing oh, on we are, things. Well, okay, touche. You know what? The fact that you said that makes it less <laughs> <laughs> Um It's funny. Like, for me, I think a lot of people, a lot of people take period sex really seriously. Mm. I was one of those people until I met you. Mm. And it's the perfect example of when your partner doesn't take something seriously – you don't take something seriously. Perspective. Yeah, it is. It's that, you know, it's not a big deal unless you make it a big deal. Mm. And you've never made it a big deal. So I'm sort of like, all right, cool. It's no big deal. Uh, it doesn't bother me at all now. It did probably a long time ago, but I think it was because previous partners made it a big deal. Yeah. But I agree in that I like that honesty. It's like, this is what it is. Yeah. I'm going to say for me personally let's come up with a scenario in which you and i have a date with another couple or another single yep. and your period starts mm-hmm. and you tell this other couple or other single that your period starts and they don't want to meet us mm-hmm. right there for me cool it's probably not going to go any further i would i would agree especially if it if it's a first date or first meetup or early, very early on, because even if you're not going to have sex, you can still build that relationship. Yeah, because the, the friendship is important yeah. for us. For us it is. Yeah. And I understand for people who's not, but if, if you're, if, if you tell us or show us that it's not important early on, then we probably aren't going to pursue it farther. Yeah. Because it is important for us. Right. And for me, I almost see that as a gift of, cool, we don't have to spend too much time on this or these humans. Yeah. Uh, and that might be a bad thing. but No, I don't like, think it is. I think it's just aligning what your wants and desires are out of the relationship. Yeah. And if they want something that is completely physical or or very heavily slanted towards the physical, such that they don't want to meet up with you and spend their time with you unless it's going to lead to something further. Right. It's only physical then. Right. Then that's okay. Our needs don't align. And yeah. I think I think that's it's not necessarily a bad thing. Like you said, it's a bit of a gift in that you want something different out of this than I want. At least now neither of us are wasting the time. Exactly. So, but again, if you, 
Yeah, it does complicate things more, I guess, if you have kids and babysitters and yeah. all that. But that's, yeah. But I still say it's a gift. If the, yeah. if you have kids or babysitters, you don't, I don't know. Uh, you don't want to waste that time in the future. No. And I look at this couple that we... And you we, can still go out and have fun yourself. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. yeah. And I look at this couple that we had the misconnections with the past few weeks, mm. uh, these back-to-back. Like, I still really like these people as human beings. And so, we still met up with them. Yeah. We met up both times. And Because I wanted so much to. Fun. Like, yeah. These are people that I, I value and I want to align myself with mm. as a friendship. And and if if sex would never to happen, I would still want to hang out with them. Yeah. And it was so much fun the two times that we did meet up with them. Even though it didn't lead to any play, it was there lots were of so laughs, many lots laughs. of yeah, so many laughs. You know, and yeah. and for me, that's something that's really important. And like, I, I'm a, I'm totally okay with that. Admittedly, I also understand somebody who wouldn't be who that's not their yeah. thing, but I think it's important to know what do you expect out of relationships and what what are you hoping for. But and, then there are those scenarios where. It isn't just that. It's not just like, hey, do you want something more? Do you not? It can be a, I'm I, either caretaker role. So right. I actually have to physically go take care of someone. Or like we said before, like you're too sick to go out. Yeah. And in those cases, it really fucking sucks for all parties. Yes. Both for yourself and for other people involved. But at the same time, I think we all have to realize in this lifestyle and ultimately in anything in life, we all have other things going on outside of just this little bubble right. and things do happen and it doesn't always happen according to plan. And they're not something that you can control. But at the same time, I think we have to respect the fact that other people have other things going on in their lives and whatever the impact is for us, it's probably worse for them. Yeah. And yeah. don't make them feel worse about that. Don't shame them about it. You know, it's okay... If it's somebody that we know, like this past couple, you can rib them a little bit. Yeah. But at the same time, you don't want to make them feel too bad about it because it's not their fault. No. It's nothing in their control. No. And it's really ultimately not that big of a deal for us when it comes yeah. to things like that. I mean, admittedly, we're ultra patient. Yes. We will always be ultra patient because we have that luxury of being ultra patient. Yes. Yeah. And we also sometimes need people to be patient with us. Yeah. So tit for tat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and and when we say us, you mean me because it's it's very often my headspace. Uh, and I'm, uh, which it's not even scheduling. I well, mean, scheduling, yeah. yes, but I mean, but the, my headspace is yeah. typically the the big problem. But that's just that's just it. Yeah. I mean, I can't I can't help it. We can't help it. You mm-hmm. can't help it. So, um, yeah, it's it's one of those things that I think that that in this lifestyle you should be extremely patient with people, and, yes. and we. We often advise that folks look at it from a, do you know, do you remember? And I think most couples who have been coupled for a very long time, uh, in the five plus years range don't remember how difficult it is to schedule two people mm-hmm. to go on a date and, and the problems that can happen both seen and unforeseen problems that can pop up to prevent or complicate said dates. Then when you add to more people, it's not just for people having problems. It's factorial. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, you know, if you're interested, it's, you know, two to the four, which is two 
u times 2 times 2 times 2. This could be good. 16. Oh, thank God it was right. You were waiting like, for me to be wrong, waiting. weren't you? <laughs> Fucking bitch. I wasn't waiting for you to be wrong. I was just waiting to see how long it would take to get It took me there. a long time. <laughs> like, but, that's, I mean, but that's 16 variables yeah. there yeah. that can go wrong, mm. uh, both with yourself and with others. Fuck, the likelihood that any of us meet up with anybody is a it's, freaking it's, miracle. <laughs> it is. And it is a miracle. And it's, you know, it's tough. And, yeah. you know, again, if you think you're adding another couple in and the six of us are all going to go out, yeah. that adds another problem. And we've gone on vacation with two other couples. Yeah. And have had those problems pop up because yeah. statistically, as you add it's individuals, yeah. those problems are going to be, they go from possible to probable. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then it's at that point, then it becomes a matter of how do we handle them? Yeah. It's, and vacation is a different scenario, but it is, a, you know, when these things do come up, because they're bound to. Yeah. Because at six you... people, you've got the number is 128. Yeah. I do know that one because there you go. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, yeah. How do you handle them? How do you, you know, you can try to mitigate as many problems as you yeah. have, as you want. But when when you're looking at 128 possible problems. Mm-hmm. Which, realistically, it's probably more than that. And if you're going to plan an orgy, you're going to have at least, what, six to eight people or more. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's up to 512. Uh-huh. See? I'm doing the math <laughs> really fast now. Um, <laughs> woof. Woof. Uh, it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you handle that? And what do you do? I think the, the and, and the hard thing is, for a lot of people, I would say, is to stay open-minded and stay flexible. Because you, obviously, I mean, and I very much like to make plans. Like, I mean, out of the two of us, I'm the one that likes to make the plans. That's correct. And I like to know what's going on, that we know where to be, when, et cetera, all of that. What And not necessarily what's going to happen, but I have a loose idea anyway. But at the same time, and I would say that as time goes on and as I've gotten older, I've become a lot better at this, is having that loose plan. But if things change, that's okay. So if we plan on meeting people and playing with them and it can't happen because something's happened physically, that's fine. That's okay. We can still have a great time. At the same time, if we've made plans to meet people and go on a date or meet people and go to the club, whatever the scenario is, and that can't happen, they can't actually make it because something's happened, somebody's gotten sick or whatever, then that's fine. We can still go and we can still have a good time. And so I think it's about... Being able to stay flexible in in that scenario and also keep a positive attitude. Don't be like, you know, don't get all negative about, well, they ditched us and blah, yeah. blah, blah, whatever. A, write them off forever. You know, unless it is that scenario that it was a first meetup and all they wanted was physical and you didn't, yeah. then okay, fine. But otherwise, if, if something happened that was truly beyond their control, don't write them off completely to begin with without having more information or knowing more about what's actually happening which you know may not be your prerogative to yeah. know, but and you that, just have to accept. You have to be patient, and you have to give people the benefit of the doubt. I feel like, yeah, because like realistically, you do not have all the information, and you won't. It's not you'll your place. never have yeah. all the information because it's not your information to have. You you're given the information mm-hmm. that they have given you, and you have to make a decision based on that. Now, sometimes you can make a decision, an informed decision on yeah. on that, and it's you know I don't ever want to meet these people again Mm -hmm. but 
most of the time, you don't have enough information to make an educated decision. No, and I feel like we are pretty good about giving people the benefit of the doubt. We're we're so sort of like easy breezy. More often than not, we will give someone the benefit of the doubt perhaps longer than they should have in some cases. But at the same time, I would rather err on that side than cutting someone off inadvertently before we ever got to know them. And they could be really amazing people. Which we've dealt with that before as well, is of people who we haven't been able to meet them for two or three meets. And then finally, when we do, they're like, wow, these are really, these are fun people and we really like them. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think a perfect example of that would be Our Secret Spot specifically. <laughs> the, the first time, if you listen to our first review of Our Secret Spot, it is not a positive review. Yeah. It was not, but, but we reviewed it without all the information. Mm. Um, we, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's one of those things that much like poker, if you're dealt a hand and you judge a game based on the first hand you're dealt, you can't do that. Fair enough. Uh, you have to experience it a couple of times. Now, yeah. you know, if you are playing poker and you know, your first five hands suck, maybe you should get up from the table, uh, which is what we're saying. But mm. I think it's not, you shouldn't judge people based on yeah one or two experiences and i will say though as well being the one that has a problem that then prevents a meetup yes or a catch-up yeah bloody fucking sucks yeah like to be the one that's like it's my fault that we're not gonna do this there can be a lot in my mind there's a lot of guilt um, in that, and sometimes shame. Yeah. Again, focusing on a previous podcast. Yeah. In, in that, you know, this is my fault that we're not able to meet up because either something's happened with me or, you know, I've gotten sick or something's happened in my life. Something's whatever it is. It doesn't matter. And, but when you, when you're the one, when I'm the one that it happens to, I feel 10 times worse yeah. than when it's you or when it's something that's more out of our control. But when I'm yeah. the one, because there's been times that I was too sick to go to an event or something that we had planned. And it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to say no. I don't want to be the one to say we can't do this. But at the same time, I know that if we go, I'm potentially making another 50 people sick. Well, I And remember, the ramifications yeah. from that are then just... I can remember pulling the plug on a couple of things where you were dying and you were like, we're going to go. And I'm like, we are not going to go. You know, but I think that's a really good point. And and it goes back to – because I've done that as well where it's not physical, it's mental. Mm. Um, But again, talking back to previous podcasts about guilt and shame, it's – mental health is something that, you know, what you're talking about is physical. Mm. Like, you were contagious. Yeah. And I was like, we are not leaving this apartment <laughs> because you are going to, you're, I don't want you to be patient I'm zero. I'm going to be patient zero. <laughs> I don't want you to be patient zero at our secret spot. It's like, you know, when, when, when. When you have to walk in with like a mask yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. That's hashtag not hot. And not a get mask. <laughs> um, but you have a little cutout so that people can still fuck you in the mask, mask hole. Um, Only with the Weirdest glory hole I've ever seen. Um, but. You know, when it's, when it's a headspace thing, yeah, it's funny. I think that the world in general, and I know for me specifically, I am much more apt to give you the benefit of the pass mm-hmm. 
when it's when you're sick and you've got a cold or the flu or whatever than I am to give me a pass when it's a headspace thing. And I know that is... Is that fair? Uh, no, it's not fair. I agree. It's I will tell you right now, flatly, that is not fair. Uh, it is a societal thing that we take a physical respiratory illness as being more weighty and more important than a physical mental illness. And that's completely unfair. I know that's completely unfair. However, I also know that's how I deal with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, if I can't leave the house that I feel so guilty about that. And I, again, it goes back to shame. Mm-hmm. Like there's something wrong with me. What is it? What's wrong with me? It's something in my head. So yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but that is, I, that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, to everyone who's listening who has been in that mental headspace where they feel that, you know, that they can't do something because of their headspace and they can't go out because of that headspace, I think that you should not revel in that or focus on that. But like, look, it, it's not a, it's not, it's just as valid. Like I, I think that headspace issues are just as valid as getting your period, Absolutely. as having a cold yeah. or, or whatnot. And allow yourself to take that time. I'm putting a caveat on that, which is if every time you want to go out that happens, look, you gotta do something to fix that because if every time something happens, every time the excuse is and I don't think that excuse is a bad word here. It, the reason mm-hmm. I think excuse has a negative connotation for it. But mm-hmm. if the reason is your headspace that you seek out help, you know, whether it's friends, family or therapy, yeah. uh, you gotta, I'm very glad. I'm very lucky that I have you to push me past my headspace. And I would say at this point, you also have other friends that yeah, I do. That if it yeah. were persistent and whatnot, would would definitely pull you out. I'm pretty sure the the gentleman would actually come to the apartment and carry me out. And I think Leo would at this point. I was going to say probably not as many would would perhaps act as quickly as I would, but it's yeah. also because of of proximity and knowledge yeah. and experience. Yeah. But at the same time, having people that can kind of drag you out really does help. And I know that yeah. sounds terrible. No, it doesn't. But at the same time we we all get in funks yeah. and we all need help at times. And it's not a it's not a bad thing to ask for help and it's not a bad thing to need help. No, not at all. Because it happens to all of us. Yeah. 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 It's uh you know, it is something that I'm very grateful for when when it happens and I I know it happens and I know that I won't I'm reticent to admit that it's happening. But the people around me know it's happening and they'll call me out and it's like, look, you seriously, come on, let's go. Um, yeah. And I always, I often, I won't say always, I often feel better because of it yeah. when we go out. So yeah, look, the, the long and short of it is mental problems are just as valid as physical problems. However, with that caveat of if you constantly have a mental problem, perhaps you should seek help in fixing that mental problem. Also, if you're somebody who is constantly sick, stop licking the things in the bus. Yeah. You're supposed to hit the stop button with your finger. Yeah. Not, not with your, your mouth. 
Yeah, yeah, don't do that. Yeah, it's bad. Don't do that. It's bad. It's bad. The it's number bad. of people that sneeze and cough and wipe things with their hands and then hit the buttons and touch yeah, the poles. It's gross. Oh, it's disgusting. It's gross. Don't do yeah. that. Yeah, no, don't do that. Oof. No. But at the same time, you know, <laughs> if you don't feel good, give yourself the permission and the space not Absolutely. to to move forward with the situation. And if that happens to you, if you're on the receiving end of that, respect other people's perspectives yes. and feelings. And be patient with them. Give them the benefit of the doubt. Because Their feelings would, are valid. Yeah, you would want that just as much if yeah. you were on the other end. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, wow, we took a single question that we thought was going to be a single question. Wow. And we turned it into an entire fucking podcast. Lucky you, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> or sorry about your luck, listeners. <laughs> um, yeah. So the long and short of it is... Look, we all have those feelings where we commit to something and we either can't or do not wish to fulfill said commitment. We all have that. We've done it. You've done it. Your friends have done it. Our friends have done it. And there's nothing wrong with it. Um, It's life. It happens. It may suck in the moment, but in the end, we all have to take care of ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. And we have to take care of each other. The, The... only caveat I'm going to put on that is if every time you do it, you have a reason not to do it. Mm-hmm. There will always, always be a reason to stay home. Mm-hmm. Whether it's the comfort of the couch, the comfort of your children. It's raining outside. It's raining outside. It's too cold. It's too hot. I haven't binge watched this thing on Netflix <laughs> yet. Uh, I, I need to vacuum. I need to wash my hair i need to do whatever there's always a reason to say no i encourage folks to look for that reason to say yes because more often than not when you find the reason to say yes you will end up with multiple reasons to say yes yes oh yes (laughs) and i think it's important you know it's uh we've got to push our boundaries we got to push our limits yeah for sure yeah cool do you have any other sexy thoughts? Only what I'm going to do to you. Woof. Woof. Well, we're going to end this fucking quick. Uh, if you want to message us and find out what these sexy thoughts are, uh, email us at theatomsoflove at gmail.com, or you can message us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at By the By Podcast. Please support us on patreon.com slash By the By Podcast. Uh, or you can go to Geeky Sex Toy, support us, get yourself a geeky sex toy to fuck yourself with. Uh, but at checkout, Use the keyword by the by and you will get uh, 5% off. Was that fast enough so that uh, I don't we think can you've get ever gone through that so fast? Well, there's sexy times ahead of, t- <laughs> ahead of me and I don't really fucking care about all this shit. Like I want people to contact us. Please contact us. Uh, but I want you to contact my nether regions before mm-hmm. they contact our insta regions. Right. Not sure what that means, but sure. I don't know what that means either. I just want you to touch me. <laughs> touch a touch a touch a touch me. I want to be dirty. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh Yeah, thank you so much. And uh, do you have any final thoughts, Angela? No. No. <laughs> Every time. Are you ever going to have final thoughts? Nope. Nope. Cool. All right. <laughs> Bye. Hi, this is Emily, co-host of the Multiamory Podcast. We offer new ideas and advice for multiple forms of love, everything from conscious monogamy to ethical polyamory and radical relationship anarchy. And you're listening to a Swingset Network podcast. Find us and much more at swingset.fm. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.